Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In this week's episode of Pop Culture Weekly, it's all about the brand new series on FX on Hulu. Fleischman is in trouble. Let's go. Welcome to Pop Culture Weekly with Kyle McMahon from iHeartRadio. Your pop culture news, views, reviews, and celebrity interviews on all the movies, TV, music, and pop culture you crave weekly. Here's Kyle McMahon. Na na na! Hello and welcome to Pop Culture Weekly with Kyle McMahon. I, of course, am Kyle McMahon, and you are listening to. I already said that. Pop Culture Weekly with Kyle McMahon on iHeartRadio, but available wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm glad that you are here with me. I love you for hanging out with me for a bit and, you know, talking pop culture and hearing some interviews. This week's episode is all about the brand new miniseries on FX on Hulu. Fleischman is in trouble it is a drama slash comedy slash uh, other stuff. Um, it is really, really good. It's based on a book by Taffy Brodresser Ackner, who is a journalist, worked for you know GQ and New York Times, and um, wrote this book that is really, really a captivating story. So... It stars uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Lizzie Kaplan, Claire Danes, Adam Brody, great cast. And basically, this it's about this man, Toby Fleischman, who's, you know, 40-something, uh, recently divorced, and he finds himself basically sucked into the world of at-based at at dating. Um, and he starts beginning, you know, to, to find success in his life. He really starts to kind of blossom. Uh, that stuff he never really achieved before, you know, and in, in before. And then his ex-wife, Rachel, who is portrayed by Claire Danes, she kind of disappears without a trace and leaves him alone with just his kids. So he's like, you know, balancing his kids and his career and his life all in Manhattan. It is extremely smart. I, I can't tell you why, uh, but believe me when I tell you, it is really, 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 really very smart. Uh, very clever, very cleverly written. It is extremely um, satisfying as a series. It's eight episodes. The first two are out today on Hulu. And um, and then from now on out, it'll be, you know, one a week for all eight episodes. When I tell you it is well, 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 well worth your time to watch Fleischman is in trouble. Believe me when I tell you that it's exclusively on Hulu as part of uh, FX on Hulu. So first up, I want to speak. I want to speak. I have 
my interview with Taffy Bro Dresser Agner. She is the creator, um, the you know the the creator of the series, the author of the book, literally the brain and talent behind um, this story. So, without further ado, let's get into my conversation with the one and only Taffy Bro Dresser Agner. Kyle, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for asking questions. Of course. So, first of all, this series is is incredible, and it's for me uh, a very intimate look at um, at relationships in general, particularly marriage. But not only that, uh, but it is told in a very ingenious way. What was that? Uh, how did that come about for you for the book and and the series? First of all, thank you. Those are very incredibly nice things to say. Um, the book came to me. The impetus for the book was all of my work in journalism. You know, you do interviews. You know that every time somebody is telling you a story, you're thinking about the other person in the story and what they would say if they were there. And you, you, the interviewer actually have a tremendous responsibility toward making sure that, that someone doesn't get away with just giving their side of the story. And that's kind of what in my, in, in my journalism work, I have been consumed by a little bit. The idea of, can I ever tell a true story um, if I'm relying on somebody's information um, or should you just accept that everything's a little fuzzy? And the way I've come out is, you know what? Everyone has the right to their version of a story, Fa- you know, em- emotionally. Like facts are a different mm-hmm. idea, of course. But like when you're talking about people's marriages, when you're talking about their friendships, it really matters what they went through. And it's very healing for people to to have their version of a story told. The problem would be is if you were to believe it, if you were to not say, mm. what are you doing when you tell a story? You're trying to explain how you got this way. That's not a sin, but we it would behoove us to remember that always when we're listening. I, right? I love that. Yeah, and absolutely. And I think a lot of times uh, we forget that. You know, I think for people in our fields, it's a little easier to do, um, but definitely at least me not perfect at it all the time you know but that's because people are mesmerizing that's what happens in the book you listen to someone and you're like what like you become a partisan of the person that you're listening to there is no such thing as listening to somebody's story without feeling sympathy for them and also you know when we're choosing who to write about you always have to remember the minute you're writing about somebody, the fact that somebody wrote on their behalf gives gives them an empathy that the other person didn't get. Absolutely, you know the person you choose, the person you talk about first in your story gets the most empathy, even if you give more words to the next person. I don't know why that it works that way, but those are the things that I think about all the time. I love that, and we are rewarded with you thinking about that with the series and the book. And Thank you. you know, for for you, it, it's, it's interesting because I was speaking with Lizzie, and it kind of came to me that 
we're all heroes and anti-heroes, you know, depending on whose version of events that it is being told by. Right. And maybe the answer to that, that sort of roiling question, am I the hero or the anti-hero, is maybe I'm human and maybe everyone else is human. And there are no heroes or anti-heroes. There are people who are doing what they're doing. Like sometimes I am awful and sometimes I am really nice. How do I explain that to myself at night? The answer is I don't because I don't ask, yeah. right? I ask it of other people, but never of myself. I consider I round up with myself or I don't even think about it. And that's the most interesting thing about us. Like that's what what tore this world apart was the fact that social media favors an I sentence. This is my opinion. This is what I'm doing as opposed to a, hey, what, 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 how's everyone out there feeling? I know a guy who every day asks on Facebook, how is everyone today? It's wild. (laughs) It's just like, that's all he does. And it's wild. And I love it. I love that too. Thank you so much for speaking with me. Thanks, Kyle. I can't wait for everybody to see this. And uh, and hopefully it spurs some, I I have a feeling it'll be spurring some, you know, internal monologues for, uh, for a lot of people. So thank you. Well, I'm so glad you liked it, and you should eat something. You're looking very skinny there in your skeleton shirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been a rough weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again. Have Thank a good, you. have a good one. Thanks you for your too. great question. <laughs> Thanks. Absolutely love her. She really is a delight, and it was a pleasure. To speak with her, and she has got a pretty impressive resume. Um, she grew up in Brooklyn and became a journal became a journalist uh, with Soap Opera Weekly, and then she held that job for until you know Soap Opera Weekly went under. Then she did freelance work for like ESPN and GQ until she started becoming a contributing writer for New York Times and GQ. And then she became a full-time staff writer for the New York Times. She won the New York Press Club Award in entertainment for Entertainment News um, for her article about Gabby Hoffman. And then she ended up winning two New York Press Club's awards for her profiles on Britney Spears and Damon Lindelof. And, I mean, she just really exploded. And then her first novel, Fleischman is in Trouble, came out in 2019 and now, of course, is a incredible miniseries on FX on Hulu, streaming exclusively on Hulu. And it's so good. And, of course, that's what we're talking about. So love, love, love her. All right. Next up, you know, we have a very special chat with uh, with. The stars, two of the stars up first of Fleischman is in Trouble, and that is none other than Jesse Eisenberg himself. And you may know Jesse Eisenberg as, oh, I don't know, the, you know, multiple uh, nominations for an Academy Award, two BAFTA Awards, a Golden Globe Award. Um, I absolutely loved him in M. Night Shyamalan's The Village. And, of course, he played Mark Zuckerberg in The Social Network, which was incredible. And that's what, you know, 
earned him his Academy Award nod for Best Actor. He is also the star of the Zombieland franchise, which I love. And, you know, he also did Now You See Me and Now You See Me Too. But my favorite, one of my favorites, because I really loved him in The Village and The Social Network, one of my favorites is as Lex Luthor in Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice as well as Justice League. So he plays, um, you know, the main character that we talked about earlier. And um, I really, really, I'm telling you, this this film, or this film, this series is so good. Uh, it is so smart. I really, really enjoyed it a lot. So um, I also speak with his co-star, the one and only Claire Danes. So Claire of course, has won three Primetime Emmy Awards, four Golden Globes, two Screen Actors Guild Awards. Time named her one of the 100 most influential people in the world. Um, And, uh, you know, she really kind of broke out as Angela Chase in My So-Called Life and then just, you know, went through, went up the ranks from there, uh, becoming this, you know, hugely celebrated actor. And so... She has been in uh, Le, Les Mis, Romeo and Juliet. Of course, she played Juliet with um, Leonardo DiCaprio. She was in Broke Down Palace, which I absolutely love that movie. Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. She starred in Homeland for, what, like nine seasons or something? And stars in The Essex Serpent. So, And, of course, she has a stage career too on Broadway. So she has been nominated for primetime Emmy Awards seven different times. Seven different times and has won three. She's she's awesome. And uh, she's been nominated for five Golden Globes and won four. So just a really outstanding actor and I'm so excited to speak with her and of course Jesse Eisenberg about their roles and Fleischman is in trouble. So let's get right into it with the one and only Jesse Eisenberg and Claire Danes. Hey, Jesse and Claire, thank you so much for speaking with me at iHeartRadio. Um, yeah. th- this this miniseries is so uh, incredibly poignant in regards to, um, I guess, the intimacies of how marriage can work and how marriage can't work. How was that for both of you as actors to kind of experience, you know, a role like this where you are both in real life married? Yeah, well, one of the uh, great offerings of the book and now the show is that you get to inhabit this relationship from two very different vantage points, mostly through Toby's perspective. The majority of it's told through through uh, his his. Uh, lens, men that at the very end it's flipped and and y- you know you kind of f- you've failed to realize how complicit you've been and just absorbing a very biased take on it. Um, but we we did we did something called block shooting, which means that you know so there's like there's in episode three there's his account of the history of the relationship, but episode seven is hers, and we shot those scenes. Um, one after another in mm. in real time. So that was a very 
kind of that was like a amazing acting exercise because there were subtle tweaks, but they were they were consequential, right? Mm-hmm. But it was very slippery, and you know, it, it was just always playing with a matter of degrees of. Um, yeah, of uh, you know, it, I would be playing somebody kind of very rigid and kind of self-obsessed, and and then that would be flipped, and and then suddenly I was much more sympathetic in the playing of that of that same scenario. Yeah, and also what's interesting about this is like um, you know in the beginning of the show that like the marriage has has de- been destroyed, and and um, and then it goes back in time, and you see like you see this like great wonderful, you know, beginning of a relationship. And so it was kind of interesting to see, like, that all this great stuff can at one point become horrible, you know. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, so it's kind of, like, um, depressing in the way that, like, you feel like, oh, there's this great thing and then it's gone and uh, it turns into something really uh, severe. I, I I love both of your takes on that. It is interesting how, you know, just something subtle differences that in telling our own version of a story uh, can make such a big difference in ultimately the outcome, you know. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, for both of you, what was it like, you know, from, you know, I obviously love both of your work. Uh, and, um, you've never, it's not obvious. And thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank thank you very much. (laughs) Um, and, but it should be, but, uh, but for you, you both have never really portrayed, uh, characters like this. Was it interesting, um, for you as actors to kind of delve in to the intimacies of a, you know, at one point loving uh, friendship slash marriage and then, you know, kind of going the total opposite way as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not just that the characters were unusual and unique, but it's also like the amount of time you spend with them and the way you see them. Like what Claire said, I thought was was such an interesting aspect of the show is that like you're kind of playing two versions of your character. You're playing the kind of heroic version when you're telling when the story is being told from your perspective and you're playing in some ways like the anti their antagonist, you know, the villain of the other person's telling. And so it's like you're playing the same role but just skewed a little differently and it really says a lot about relationships that viewed from somebody else's perspective can just have the complete opposite effect. And how about for you, Claire? Um well, sorry, just the idea of 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 playing somebody. Yeah, well, I I kind of I have played unsympathetic people before. Um, I, I have a deep and abiding love for these characters. Uh, always, even when um, they're <laughs> kind of insufferable to mm-hmm. to the the audience. Um, but yeah, I I kind of enjoy playing with that tension and um, and. And I, you know, sometimes it can be uncomfortable, and and it's a little risky because you don't want to alienate them. You know, you you want to, but you want to be honest about the ways in which they're failing at different points. Um, and then and then hopefully when we finally kind of see what's, you know, the the injury inside that's leading to that uh, that that those that kind of bad behavior, you know. It, we, you know, we can forgive them uh, uh, and 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 have some real empathy and and maybe by extension forgive ourselves for all the points that, in which we have fallen short. Um, 
you know, yeah. I love that. Thank you both. I can't wait for everyone to see the series. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great Thanks, day. Kyle. Thank you. You too. All right, there it is, my interview with Jesse Eisenberg and Claire Danes. Absolutely love them, and I absolutely love Fleischman is in Trouble. I have one more interview with uh, a very important cast member from Fleischman is in Trouble, and that is the one and only Lizzie Kaplan. That is exclusive on our website, which, you know, you can watch the video on our socials. So um, you can watch my interview with Lizzie Kaplan, who is so awesome. She is a great actress herself, very creative person, um, and she does a wonderful job in this. I loved her as Annie Wilkes in Castle Rock, but, I mean, she's been in Hot Tub Time Machine, uh, Masters of Sex, of course, Um, 127 Hours, she played Sonia, Uh, The Interview, Now You See Me Too, The Disaster Artist, like, uh, oh, Extinction. Um, So I I just really, really, really enjoy her, and I love her role in Fleischman is in Trouble. Also, FYI, she plays Alex Forrest in the upcoming miniseries Fatal Attraction, which will be, you know, a kind of reimagining of uh, the the classic film, Fatal Attraction. She plays Alex Forrest, who is the lead in Fatal Attraction. And she is, um, uh, from what I've heard, very, very, very uh, volatile, we'll say, in her role. So I'm excited for that. That'll be coming um, out uh, next year, early next year. So, all right. You can find my interview with Lizzie Kaplan all about... Fleischman is in trouble, is in trouble, trouble, trouble. Um, go to pop, podcast.popcultureweekly.com. You'll see it there. And um, well, that's it for this week. Next week is Thanksgiving. Um, so we'll be off for next week. But I've got some really exciting stuff coming up for you that I can't wait to tell you about, including maybe this is just a hint but maybe some really hard-to-get tickets to a certain certain stadium tour, I may have your chance to win right here on Pop Culture Weekly. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I appreciate you. I cannot do this without you, and I love you for that. Please keep on hitting me up on social. Let's keep these conversations going. You make the show what it is by sharing and everything that you're doing with the show to continue to make it a success every single week-ish. Every single week-ish. All right. I love you. I'll see you in two weeks. We out. Thank you for listening to Pop Culture Weekly. Hear all the latest at popcultureweekly.com. Kiss you each morning with strawberry skies. Cause I get so lost in your blueberry eyes. Fleischman really is in trouble. Yes, she is, or yes, he is, depending on whose version of events you believe. Go watch it right now on FX on Hulu. It's so good. That was not.
that's not a catchy jingle, but you know, that's why it's at the end here. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.